0: you're listening to success up north this podcast is a way for me to document my journey searching for success as a grower family man and business leader i'll link with other leaders to highlight how they manage to do the boring work consistently and create their own version of success success is relative but to me it means relationships families teams products and solutions that get better every day i'm grateful for you tuning in
1: What's up, folks? Charlie McKenzie here with, you know, kind of one of the first podcast conversations we're having for this new podcast, Success Up North with Charlie McKenzie. And I'm joined with two fantastic individuals and folks I'm, you know, really grateful to know and kind of have in my life and my family's life, even more so now getting to learn from them, you know, about what makes them special when it comes to being business owners and Serving folks here in the community, I think success up north is all about highlighting folks success here, you know, in the up north. And I think there's a lot of success I've heard about thus far with what you guys are doing here at the Conservatory of Dance. So I know my daughter has been successful so far in her little journey where it comes to like, oh, I don't know if I want to dance and she's dancing now. Like yeah. there's no stopping her in dance. <laughs> so it's, it's been an evolution. And I think Kind of highlighting how you do that for other folks and what that means for you as individuals and the community is kind of what we're after here with this conversation. So thanks for joining us. Thank you. Now I'll just give a quick introduction. We've got Miss Tara Hodges. Okay, and I'm gonna get this one. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Miss Shelley Gollum. Golem you know, <laughs> good, you know, yeah. good try, good yeah. try. Hey, I gotta say like 10 or 15 times. Golem Watch this. Next time I see you, I'll, I'll have it
2: down. There. All right. <laughs> you'll, you'll, be,
1: you'll be mad at me for saying the
2: last <laughs> time. Right?
1: No, it's fine. <laughs> so, you know, before we talk about like how you guys got here, I kind of want to get into what it is that kind of sets you apart and, you know, what you're really doing here at the Conservatory of Dance. So for me, you know, the the first I want to dive into is what impact do you aim to make with each of your customers here and how is that impact unique because you've got kind of a customers you're serving right with, most likely the individual who's paying for the service and the one who's participating in the service in the dancer so what does that look like for you all right
2: Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having us on your podcast. This is so exciting. Our first ever podcast. We've never done this before. So we're really excited. And yeah, just to highlight our business is kind of a big deal because it's like our heart and soul. We have grown up here. We've been students here and now we get to own it. So it's just like a huge honor to even just to like share it, you know, with the community and and on your podcast is great. So You asked us about the impact we make with each customer. So I think our biggest like goal for students, not only is to teach them dance and to teach them, you know, steps and choreography and timing and how to perform on stage and enjoy every second of it. But also we've really focused a lot on life skills that they can take to whatever profession they want in the future. Because not everybody that is in our studio wants to be a professional dancer when they grow up, or a dance teacher, or anything in the dance world. You know, we have students who want to own a restaurant, or, you know, want to go off and be book editors or something. But any kind of life skill that they can learn here would be huge to help them in their future as adults. So. Life skills, we one of the big ones we'd always talk about is time management. Yeah. That's the biggest. And that's that's so big for dancers because they have, you know, school and homework oh, okay. and some of them have jobs and then they also have dance classes for two, three, four hours yep. every night. So they still have to figure out when are they gonna do their homework, you know, when are they going to be able to work? When are they whatever it is that they need to do in life plan around that so that they can be successful and not necessarily you know, like not skip out on classes and not, not get their homework done, that type of thing. So time management is always huge.
1: Management I mean. seems like it's, it's really mm-hmm. integral to dance in general. Cause like you have this micro time management of like, I got to manage myself during this dance. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like macro and I love dancing so much, but I can't get paid to do it yet. So I've still got to work or I'm going to school. And I've, you know, got to balance those things. That's pretty cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. I dig that. What else? What else do you think?
3: Oh, gosh. Like for our parents? So much. I know. For our parents. We just want our, our, like our parents to know that when they bring their kid here, they're dropping them off in like a family atmosphere. Like we're, we're coming in and we treat your kid like our kid, you know, like, yeah, like, that's probably what we try to go shoot for for parents. Like, know that this is a safe place for yeah. your kid. Like, that's what we grew up with. You know, um, that was probably the biggest thing, biggest driving force for us. Okay. As owners, as growing up in a dance studio, like, we took away the fact that it was home. Like, our dance studio was our home. Safe place. Like, safe a place.
1: Place to grow, to, yes. to fail, to mm-hmm. make mistakes, to, exactly. to challenge yourself, but then, build on it yeah it's pretty cool
2: yeah definitely so now yeah, there's lots of benefits of dance that necessarily aren't on the stage oh yeah you know and yeah not the, learning the, how to work as a team that that's a big one like because
1: okay. dance is both it can be solo but also mm-hmm. the the team aspect of it and it seems like you know I, I really didn't realize this until we went to the performance recital i can't remember which way you um, describe it
2: yep, the recital. Last, yeah recital yeah last recital
1: yeah. there were more like, dance techniques and, like, styles of dance that I realized and, like, different a <laughs> different coordination that has to go with you. Like, sometimes Definitely. you're picking someone up. Sometimes yeah. it's just it, – I can imagine teamwork is crucial.
3: Oh, Very yes. Crucial. Yes. We – I would say we push for that more than, like, solo work. Okay. You know, like, yep. you need to work on yourself and move through by yourself, but you need to know that your team, your class is the bigger picture. Hmm. Yes. That's
1: big. Well, I, definitely, there's a lot of impact that we just uncovered there, and I I can feel that impact. You know, I'm I'm a, a customer of the business, and one of the things that I always say is like I never have any sort of doubt about dropping Dalia off and like what she's gonna get from the time that she's here. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I'm never concerned about that. So that's a that's a parent in what you guys are doing. So yeah, we
2: definitely sure. strive to make it a safe place for anyone you know littles and bigs at all in all ages like we just want them to come here feel safe be you know able to express themselves and learn some dance
1: the dynamic between the the bigs and the little is something else that's like
2: (laughs) something you can see
1: with the culture of this the studio because i think it could be the opposite where it could be like oh you're just learning this stuff and like you don't know what you're doing and like you're not going to get there you're not here but it's like mm-hmm. the complete opposite of that and you know using the the older girls to teach and help even with the classes i mean it it also it kind of makes those older girls kind of like superstars
2: for sure yes. we saw
1: we saw one of the older <laughs> in the
2: mire
1: and dahlia like <laughs> lit up like it was you know, she had just seen dolly Parton or something right. so, like, whatever that is to but yeah but it was really cool to see yeah so, like, and the
2: older girls love that too like mm-hmm. they were the little girls once and they so, yeah. had big girls to look up to yeah. and so now that they're the big girls they know what it's like and they you know always love to give hugs and you know hang out that's and cool. yeah mm-hmm. it's definitely a great that's another like family vibe you part build. of it too mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it
3: keeps the circle you know like that nice circle like where it keeps the olders a little bit more in line because they know there's somebody back there watching them that's a good point like, oh i gotta keep it together <laughs> yeah I'm
1: not, I'm not just doing this for myself yeah for others it really too. is it'd be a good example yeah
3: mm-hmm.
1: awesome okay so kind of switching gears a little bit from like the impact you're aiming to make and, and into kind of more about you as individuals and how you know business ownership has impacted you What is that that journey look like for you when it comes to how business ownership and, you know, starting this service or continuing the service, making it better. How has that like impacted you as an individual helped you grow or changed you?
3: Yeah, I would say for me personally, like I remember before we kind of took over these roles as owners I remember thinking, like, I've got so many good ideas. I can do it better than the last person. You know, like, I was really, like, I can do this. I got this. I got this. I got this. And then when you get dropped into it, it's like, holy moly, I don't got this. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So, I mean, for me personally, then, I would say, like, organization. Because prior to owning, like, I was teaching dance. So, you know, like, I grew up dancing. Then I went off and did some things on my own. Then I came back, became a teacher, you know, and then, you know, like became owners. And it is not as easy as it looks. <laughs> that is for sure. I mean, really? organization, just getting, you know, your poop in a group and being a lot more organized, yeah. <laughs> you know, daily. I mean, one of the things that we do is we talk on the phone every day at like, well,
2: this year we're doing it at 8.15. We <laughs> every have a scheduled day, appointment with each other. 8.15. Yeah, to like, patient. Check in. Yeah. Be on the same page, make decisions together because we're 50-50 owners. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. every single decision has to be agreed upon. Yeah.
3: Like somebody will come talk to me about something and then I'll be like, all right, I'll talk to Shelly about that in the morning. Same thing with her. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like. That eight fifteen call
2: is business <laughs> meetings it's
3: yeah,
1: awesome. Though. I think it seems like a lot of partnerships that I've been involved with and I've, I've seen go well and go south are related to communication, whether yeah. it's yeah. on the positive side or the negative side.
2: Huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. that goes with anything. I mean, yes. marriages, relationships, yeah. oh, like, yeah. business partners—like, you've yeah. got to mm-hmm. communicate. Definitely, I I dig,
1: I dig that. No, that's uh, the organization piece of it, and like almost like you guys probably see each other very regularly, maybe even every day. But if you don't intentionally set that time aside to be like, this is time for us to talk about the business and work on the business as much as you know, you work in the business. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's
2: huge. And for me personally, like I've noticed myself grow in more of like the interpersonal communication stuff, like, you know, towards the beginning of owning the business, I, I, kind of had a mentality of thinking everyone kind of thinks of things the same way I do. So really coming to the fact or coming to the realization that there's so many different viewpoints and somebody could view the same situation or take my words, you know, that I'm trying to portray differently than the way that I have seen it or tried to portray it. So just perception is a huge, huge thing to think about and just like kind of give each other grace on because yeah, just because the way I perceived something doesn't necessarily mean that's the way you're going to perceive it or, and perception is everyone's reality, Yeah, you know, like that is huge in disagreements, like how come, you know, something isn't going well or might have hit a road bump. It's just usually the way that you've perceived it was different than the way I perceived yeah. it. And then there we are butting heads. So just things like that, you know, kind of making sure that the way that I talk or the way that I, teach or the way that I handle customers or anything, you know, is just, I'm thinking outside of the way that I would have perceived mm-hmm. situations. So that was, that was big to kind of help, you know, make everything more cohesive, I think. I'm, I'm
1: learning right here from that. Because that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a big thing to be able to be like, to take yourself out of the situation. And be like, okay, well, this is how I feel and this is my perception, but how would someone else feel? I mean, right. it's a little bit of empathy as as well as like critical thinking and self-awareness to, exactly. you know, to say like, well, this is my intention, right. whether or not... and. For you to recognize that you obviously took some candid feedback at some time from someone or multiple times
2: to Mm -hmm. be like, oh, well,
1: that's exactly not what I was trying to do. Or the outcome
2: of the situation didn't turn out the way I thought. It's what happened. It's because maybe the way I said it or whatever, you know, my email didn't come across the way I, you know, friendly was trying to, yeah, Mm -hmm. something like that. So yeah, it's just, there's a lot of personal growth that happens in any, I think any business ownership, but and then like we bounce each other our ideas off of each other all the time too and like help each other so like well i would have seen it this way you know oh mm-hmm. i didn't ex- you know think of it that direction mm-hmm. so yeah lots of lots of thoughts you know that you can kind of turn and twist if you need to and want to make sure that you're just making it clear and cohesive right? yeah
1: so that everyone everyone can understand where you're at i mean it's kind of like you're trying to you're trying to share your core values and like what you're all about. And not every time is your customer going to have those same core right. values. Correct. And so like trying to meet in the middle and figure out how does it continue or like, do I need to think about this differently? That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's growing in and of itself. That's super cool.
2: Yeah. Not only does parents or, you know, like the customer, the parent side of the customers, but the, you mentioned earlier, like our students are our customers too. Mm-hmm. So how something is, you know, portrayed in class yeah. or taught, you know, not necessarily, is picked up the way you put it down every time. runs yeah. <laughs> from a different
1: background. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So kind of, I, I guess that kind of leads into the next question. You're kind of describing a, a challenge there, something that you had to work on that helped you grow as a person. I, I'm kind of curious about something that you guys encountered as a team throughout this journey where it was like, all right, we came into this roadblock or this (laughs) challenge or we had this small failure. How do we learn from this and and how do we take that and build on it, make that much better? Could you describe a a situation like that?
3: A specific one? What one do you want to go
2: with? We view failures Uh, a little differently, I would say, than maybe others. And and we kind of try to teach this to our students as well that – failures aren't necessarily failures unless you just quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we we always try to use failures as stepping stones. Okay. I think when you when you run into a situation where you feel like you failed, you can you have two choices. You can either learn from it okay. and fix the issue and move forward or you can quit and just accept that it was a fail and that's truly failure is quitting yeah Man, right
3: and never we've never quit so. I know like that was something we're like that's ooh, pretty failure cool. we don't we don't teach failure in the studio yeah that's, <laughs> that's
1: super cool it, it kinda, it's kind of in line with I heard something that I've used with my kids like mistakes are just missed takes yes like you can, exactly. you can always get enough like yeah do it again yes you
2: know, yep. that's it, your choice to yeah, to, yeah, to cool. just quit yeah. and like accept a failure or to keep moving forward. I mean, there's been so many things that we've run into just in the past eight years that we've owned this business, like COVID. Oh, um, that could have been a That's huge failure. With yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, we, we got stuff. shut down and we just figured out a way around it. I mean, we couldn't yeah. have our recital at the Ramsdale like we always do in, yeah. in a theater. So we figured out a way to do it outside. That's cool. And yeah. picked a summer day and put up a stage out in the parking lot. And it was like a really great experience. I mean, I think everybody involved was just happy that we didn't quit and that yeah. we figured out a way. So it's not yeah. a failure whatsoever? It wasn't None. a yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I mean, there's been other times like, we were, you know, renting a place that asked us to leave. We were a little too noisy for um, dance studio, you know, atmosphere didn't really yeah. belong. And so, you know, and we, there wasn't
3: anything available at the time in the town. Yeah. Like, it, it was a struggle. Like, that would have been, I, I mean, I guess that would have been a good time to quit, you know, like yeah. throw in the towel. But we
2: didn't. Right. We found know? a way to keep holding classes until we found a building. And, yeah, so failures aren't, aren't a in our, our vocabulary, yeah, I would say, we I use them as that. stepping stones. Okay,
1: yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a really good mindset that you know folks listening to this can take away as well. I think from my perspective, I'll definitely use that, and yeah, you know, I can echo that. I'm sure my daughter will hear that here. But yeah, <laughs> that
2: too. yeah know, we like, always try to make sure the kids, you know, learn that that's another life skill mm-hmm. that you know if something doesn't go your way out on stage. You have two choices. You can either figure out a way to fix it and for next time, mm-hmm. or you can let it get to you like and
3: I always just say smile and keep going. They'll there never go. notice. But you know, we talk a lot about growth mindset also mm-hmm. here at the studio. Like you have to constantly put yourself there and sometimes you fake it till you make it until yep. it's real in your life because it it's not it's not the easiest. Like it really isn't, mm-hmm. you know, but growth mindset is you cheer.
1: Mhm. You can tell. I think there's there's a lot of that energy here and mm-hmm. that folks aren't here just to like show up and be here. Like there's purpose behind what they're doing. And they're looking for something more than, you know, just dancing. Right. Which, Actually, yes. There's a lot more to it. it definitely after hearing all of this so far, there's way more to it. <laughs> <than what meets laughs> eye, right? Yeah. So digging into like what's going on right now, or what you guys have been working on, something exciting that's coming up, what what does that look like for you? What was something you can share?
3: Coming up this fall, we're gonna be doing our our own creative production of Peter Pan oh. at The Ram Style, So we're pretty Super. pumped about that. We're in the middle of rehearsals for that. We're kind of like taking little bits from like the Broadway show, from the Disney movie, from just like the story itself and like creating our own little, you know, show of its own. An
1: adaptation yeah. with-, with your spin on it
3: Mm
2: -hmm. i'm so excited for this one we have like some really fun stuff coming up there's you know pirates and mermaids and fairies and of course peter and the lost boys like it's all all kinds of fun characters and a great Mm storyline so yeah we're really excited we've always wanted to put this one on like this has been a dream for many many years like someday we're gonna do peter this pan is, this
1: is a cool one too because it seems like it's a little bit of a, a bigger challenge than just your typical it is like, <laughs> it seems like it's more yes. than that and because it's unique in that you're doing it differently there's not necessarily like a
2: playbook Exactly yeah we, we write the playbook yeah. as I we think- go one
3: of the things that we enjoy about this job is we always love doing our fall production because it's open for everybody at the studio to come and audition okay. for. It's not just like for, you know, like regular class or e- people from other studios can come and do it too. Oh, wow. If they really, you know, okay. like if they want to be a part yeah. of it, we welcome everyone. As long as you take a dance class somewhere, <laughs> you know, we'd love to have you. But Shelly and I love being creative for that kind of stuff. And then I'd say one other thing that we're getting pumped about is we're going to take, so we have our regular, our studio classes, and then we have our competition team. Yep. And we're looking at trying to get our competition team to go to Disney next summer. So that's kind of something. Yeah. In the parades and.
1: Wow. Yeah. don't know, that would be like a huge, um reward or something to look forward to definitely uh, toward, yeah. towards.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. They would get to yeah. perform on a stage in one of the Disney parks and then be in the parade right down Main Street up to wow. the castle and learn from Disney choreographers. And yeah. I wish I could be one of the dancers yeah, that gets to go. <laughs> I mean I get to go as owner, but that's kinda of, kind
1: of, that's kind of a cool point though. Like you guys, you know, we'll talk here in a little bit the journey. We're gonna lead into that here soon. But like all of the things that maybe you thought of as a as a dancer like what what would be the coolest dream if i was the owner of this business mm-hmm. now like you're actually getting to do that that's super cool right and it, not like living vicariously through someone but giving them the <laughs> opportunity that you always wanted yes. which is like way cooler than almost to me probably cooler than me doing it is seeing someone that I really care about do Mm -hmm. it and, you know, like how many people that's that's super
2: cool. Yeah. I don't think these kids even know how lucky they are. They have so many more opportunities than we had as dancers. So, I mean, we didn't do competitions. We didn't really travel and do anything. We, we performed here in town a lot, but Mm -hmm. yeah, they are super lucky and I think they know it.
3: You know, when we, when we took over the business, we kind of sat down and said, what, what were the fun things? Like, what were the things that we loved doing the most mm. when we were growing up? You know, and obviously performance was one of them. <laughs> I mean, dance, dance class is great, but, you know, like, every little dancer needs to get on the stage yeah. and do their little thing and be on awesome, you know? <laughs> be a star. Um, so, like, performance was one of them. Also, just that family, like feeling you know like feeling like you're important to somebody else when you walk into that building besides you know your parents
1: (laughs) that's actually a cool that's a that's a cool thing to strive for I never thought about it like that because you know as you grow up especially if you start when you're four
3: or however
1: young it is all the way to teenage years you probably have a ever-evolving relationship with your family whether Mm -hmm. some of it's really good and some of it's challenged or you're kind of growing apart so like if they have this rock here
3: to yeah have to. That's, yeah it's that's pretty special and, and like kids when they're in like sports and stuff at school sometimes they'll go through different coaches you know like yeah. every year you'll get a new yep. coach or this or, or a new teacher you yeah. know oh, like throughout the years yeah. we are a constant you know <laughs> you you come in at three hopefully you like us. i know yeah. <laughs> three <laughs> yeah and then sometimes we can't get rid of them past 18 like they're still hanging on but you yeah. know like
2: like, we're always here. Yeah, that yeah. is one of my favorite parts about being a teacher is you get to have the same students every year from age 3 till 18 if they stay the whole time. You know, you get to see them become adults. And then, mm-hmm. I mean, even after they graduate, I kept up with many of our students that, you know, are off to college and oh, yeah. becoming doctors or becoming, like, amazing, amazing humans. So, it's mm-hmm. so rewarding. It's like it's like our own kids, like yeah. we've said before. You know, like, we just... Kind of adopted them all. Yeah, it's,
1: it's unique, I think, when it comes to to business ownership, because like there are a lot of boring businesses out there that make people money and like the business owners are happy because of the freedom that they get. Mm-hmm. But I think like a lot of those businesses fall short in providing like ongoing purpose and, and like make you get up excited to, to work that day. Laundromat's yeah. a laundromat. Mm-hmm. There might be some people who really love laundromats, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. but like, right. how many washers are you impacting that day? <laughs> you know, like, you're not going to watch that washer go all the way, right. you know, through so, grade school. So right. it's,
2: it's different. Yeah, we're impacting the future.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah we try.
1: So, so like going backwards into this, what is the journey look like getting to here? You alluded to being students here. Like how did that yeah. start and how'd you get here? Yeah. Oh,
3: gosh. Shelly and I, we were in the first little dance class that our, our dance teacher, her name is Miss Knight, Miss Deborah Knight. Okay. And she came into Manistee and started a little dance class over at a MRA, and uh, we were in that first class together. We weren't friends
2: yet, but we were- We friends. were three years old. Yeah, we <laughs> were <This laughs> three. Is 1991. So, yeah. yeah, we started in our little, little creative movement class mm-hmm. together. And then
3: we kind of just- Kept going throughout the the levels, yep. you know, and I think we started to connect and around like middle, middle school. Yeah, yeah, we started. We actually had a friend; she also danced, and she was like the bridge between the, the two of us. Friends. Yeah, and then eventually that friend went went away, and then we sort of were like,
2: well, I guess
3: we're left together, <laughs> and then we haven't separated since.
2: <laughs> yeah, so we've danced at this studio our whole lives. We grew up, you know, graduated. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, She said she mentioned she went away for a little while and then we both became teachers here and then, you know, taught, I don't know, what was it, a few, five, six, seven years until those owners were decided to step away and we purchased the business and we're on year number eight.
1: Yeah, that's unique though too, like being an employee of the business and then now owning the business and I guess that's what you were alluding to like oh you know well I'm here working I would do it this way I'll do it that way and then when you get into it it's like oh well yeah payroll or what you know whatever's next no
3: that was that was a big thing I remember just thinking like I do it so differently not that they were doing it wrong or anything just like yeah Yeah. I was like I do that so different and then you have all these ideas and then you're you're here and it's like whoa (laughs) How do you make them reality? Yeah. It takes a lot more work than just the idea, you know? So.
1: So eight years, that's how long you've owned the studio for? Mm -hmm. Okay. What does year eight feel like as business owners versus year one? Are you you Mm -hmm. like?
3: Oh, gosh. I think we were just so, I don't even know, just so clueless on year one. (laughs) Like we were just trying to keep our heads above water. You know, but we didn't even know that it was that much of a struggle, I don't think, at the time. Like, we were just doing it.
2: Like, this is what you do. You get up and you do the stuff. Luckily, the previous owners kind of helped guide us the first year. And so we kind of learned through doing Mm -hmm. and, like, made notes along the way. And then as we got into year two, three, four, we kind of realized, oh, maybe we could do, change this, you know, routine up a little bit and maybe find a better way.
3: We got a little more confident, you know, as the years. have gone on to be like, okay, we, we kind of, we're kind of getting this, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, honestly, I really do think like what we do, not just as business owners, but like as a dance teacher, we're fixers, mm. you know, inherently that's all we kind of do. Like we see something and we're like, oh, we can fix that to make it look a little bit better. Yeah.
1: Dial it in. Just yeah. A
3: little bit more. You know, so that's just what we, We live in that space, you know, fine tuning constantly.
1: Continuous improvement.
3: Yeah. 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 I feel like if we're not fine tuning something, then what are we doing? (laughs) You quit. Yeah. You quit. Like, no, we don't quit. (laughs) You know, like I wouldn't say it's not like a, it's not like a movie you pop in and push play, you know, like it's something that you just constantly keep growing, keep, you know, improving on and keep, you know, being more creative or Mm -hmm.
2: dialing it back or,
3: you know, like just finding those moments.
2: The dance industry kind of requires that too. I mean, things evolve and change, and what's cool. Oh, and yeah. yeah, I know I all of that. the kids are you know on TikTok and, and on YouTube and seeing <laughs> yeah. what's cool out there, and they don't want to come in and do the same things they've been doing for the last right. you know four or five well, years.
1: I mean, that's great, so we have
2: to evolve. Great mm-hmm.
1: point. I saw, what was it? Music video experience. What was it? A camp.
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. We yeah. just had a music. Video. Yeah, yeah, so like yeah. Th-
1: that's a great example, right? Yeah. Like, 15 years ago or before you guys owned the business, I doubt there was a music video Correct. experience <laughs> right. or class, you know, program. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. So things like that. Just yeah. choreography styles change. You know, what's cool these days wasn't necessarily cool, you know, yeah. five years ago. So, you know. So
1: is this a lifetime thing for you guys, you think? I mean, what does that look like?
3: Oh, gosh. You know, I, like, I've already been doing this for about... Eighteen years.
2: So yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, this has been lifetime. This yeah. has
3: been lifetime. You know, like not just like my dance experiences, but yeah. like t- in the teaching yeah. part of this. You know, like
2: eighteen years. It's been, it's been my whole life. I don't know. I think we'll always find yeah. a way to keep this a part of our lives, even mm-hmm. if it's not owning, even if it's you know not teaching. There'll be something that we. Like, this is home. Like we mm-hmm. can't just up and leave home. <laughs>
1: that's that's really a gene I think for like the community of Manistee, because these are important things for the community to have like as a, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a foundation for youth and like when it comes to being active and continuously improving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful that you guys are doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. Hopefully it's until you guys don't want to do it. (laughs) I <laughs> hopefully that's a long time.
3: Well, we've already started working on the next generation of teachers. Like we've got some of our kids that have like gone through, you know, Evolution. all the years. And, yeah. and now we're starting to work with some of our older, like our graduated students and like trying to teach them how to be teachers. Teaching the
1: teachers. Yeah. We grow new, our own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool though. Sometimes. That's a new dynamic, on, you know, different than you impacting the dancers, You're teaching someone else mm-hmm. how
2: they impact yes. the dancers. Oh. That's a new dynamic. Yes. I mean, our it dance is. teacher did that for us. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, we just keep passing the torch. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So when we
1: get close to the end of the interview, I always like to find out from those that I'm talking to who they're grateful for or, you know, a group of people they're grateful for and why I feel like gratitude. Um, if I'm not revisiting it every day, then I'm probably lacking. So right. yeah. that's kind of what what I'm after. Who who's making you feel grateful today?
3: Oh gosh, I would say our our dance teacher. Like if we don't give her a shout out. Like she's <laughs> the one that instilled this like love in us. Yes. You know, like we wanted like not knowing we wanted to be her every day. Like, like we'd come into the studio and we're like, Oh, Miss Knight, she's amazing. She still does it. She walks in here (laughs) and Shelly and I get like stars in our eyes. She's
2: like (laughs) a special kind of person. She's just so, you just gravitate to her. Yeah. So So
3: she was a big one just for like, very inspirational, you know, like she, she started the conservatory of dance and Annesty in 1991. And to be able to just keep this legacy going is like a gift I mean yes. I I could go We on. love
2: you, Miss I know. <laughs> I could
3: go on for hours <laughs> about just being, you know, like gifted the opportunity to Keep carrying the torch for a while until somebody else wants it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a big deal in my life. I'd also say we'd like to thank our families, of our course. Families are-
2: yes, yeah. Yeah. our husbands are super supportive. Yeah. They're always like families. helping oh, with yeah. you know fix it and hauling the floor to the theater and yeah. mats and like all kinds of stuff that like, you know they're our yeah. second, yeah.
3: you know, like if, if you've been to three of the dance recitals, my husband's been to you know. <laughs> 50 different dance recitals and he sits there and he like enjoys. It. So he's like, Oh, that kid did so good this time. Or, mm-hmm. You know?
2: Yeah. Like, just like you were saying, you know, you, you notice mm-hmm. the ones that are like, Oh wow. That one's gotten so much better. Or,
1: so it's a special yeah. uh, occasion. I feel like, yeah. and those, the kids are so excited. Like, yes. And it's kind of like a buzz downtown. Like, I don't know if you guys are, oh. feel that because you're inside, like yeah. in it already, but like, Everyone's standing outside of the theater kind of like (laughs) waiting to get in and it's like lines of people at some point and people are driving down the street like, what's going on over here, you know? It's
3: pretty cool. That's awesome. It's nice. Yeah, we are kind of like in the buzz of it. So like we don't really get to take as much time as we'd like to to appreciate right. the the moment oh it's yeah. you know we always kind of like sit back afterwards and be like okay
1: we did it <laughs> well okay. yeah you're exhausted like you know and then it's what's next yeah like, you know it
3: seems oh, like oh what's next? we have our running to do sheet like it just never stops yeah. it's a constant you know you check one thing off the next thing goes on you know <laughs> Yeah. But and then I guess the last thing that we would like to think is our our families here at the studio, you know, without them and and our students, like, gosh, like our students, like for me, they keep me coming every day. I'm here because of them, you know, not because it's a business or anything like that. I just love working with our kids and just how excited they are to see me. I am to see them and to like the growth and, you know, it's fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Our families are huge. I mean, I want to just mention, like, both of our parents are super supportive. And like okay. when we were moving into the building, like helping put the floors in and helping paint the walls. And like my mom sews costumes all the time for our shows and fixes issues. And so yeah, all the all the dance families, our personal families, our husbands, like we couldn't do it without any of them. Yeah. It takes a village. It does,
3: <laughs> it
2: really does.
1: But it also takes like folks that are willing to ask for help and like bring together all those parties to do it. Like they wouldn't be doing it for you unless you were stoking that fire and like building the community and culture. So yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool journey and like, I can't wait to see how it continues. I'll (laughs) definitely be a part of it in some way with with our little dancer. Yeah, She's
2: so cute. (laughs) My,
1: My son, my son, even like, he's been doing gymnastics down in Ludington parkour and then one day he's like i don't know i mean
3: those, those boys are dancing oh yeah and i was like well man like what do you think we got lots of oh, boy dancers dancing. here i, I have two them, brothers and yeah. both of them grew up dancing I,
1: I mean i can tell you what as a young a young man any chance that i got to hang out with
2: other girls who yep. were, you know, <laughs> why would you not I know, I know. Right. this place should be <laughs> swarming with boys exactly
1: <laughs> so i mean all in all i'm really grateful for this time and you know you sharing all of this. I learn something every time I guarantee listeners who listen to this will learn whether it's about kind of finding their niche and like really diving in headfirst and business ownership becomes a whole different beast when you're like that passionate about it. And Mm -hmm. that's the thing I, I like to highlight the most with business owners is like seeing that because it goes beyond just like the X's and O's of
2: of bringing
1: an income and, and having a business like there's way more to it.
2: definitely.
1: Um, so it's really fun to kind of highlight that. When it comes to folks here in Manistee or south in Ludington or up in Benzie, like out in Cadillac trying to figure out where, you know, their daughter or their son is going to grow as an individual. Like, how would they get a hold of you to find out what that would look like? you
2: know, having them come dance here. Yeah. Our website is probably the best choice. Our website is the Okay. There's a little button on there. It says become a student. You just click on that and it sends me a text and you can chat. I mean, any questions, there's a little like contact us link in there too. So I think the website is pretty much where you would get in touch with us. But we are also on Instagram and Facebook and we post all kinds of pictures from what we're doing around the studio or at the performances or backstage or our teachers, our teachers are such a great, amazing, amazing part of us, our, our studio too. So, you know, we just want to shout out to them too. And yeah. yeah, they are <laughs> our heart and soul for sure. So yeah, there's pictures of all kinds of stuff on, on all the social medias.
1: Definitely check out the social media. If you get a chance folks go see a recital, especially if, you know, one of yours is in the recital. You got to go to a bunch of them. Yeah. It's a must. Every
2: show is yeah. different. It is different. I know.
1: And some of your intros and stories are a little bit different. I feel like where there's a little bit more flavor to it. I think one of the days I was a little bit more choked up on something. Aww. Versus, Aww. You know, like, yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely go see what's happened. Um, talk to these folks. Go to the website and mm-hmm. do exactly what you just described, because that's how I got Dahlia into class. And it was actually really I never mentioned this but I thought it was really cool how it was you texting me the first time yeah because like, a lot of people try to use automation for lead generation or prospecting or you know making a sale but it's like disconnected and it's like yeah you know it's not real whereas like now I know like I was texting with the owner of the business about yeah. my daughter like mm-hmm. and it was very quick after I it wasn't like oh I waited a few days and it, so, I think that's a testament to like yeah. you know how you're going about doing business and how much you care about getting people in.
2: Definitely, um, yeah. We always offer the first class free, also. So like you can try it, and if it's just not for you, then you didn't waste anything but a couple hours, mm-hmm. maybe. So yeah. So if you are interested in trials, that's a great way to start too. Get out and try <laughs> Give it a <laughs> shot. It.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Well. Thank you so much for your time. I can't wait to share this with anyone and everyone that's willing to listen. And maybe we'll do it here in a few years. Yeah. Done. Yeah.
2: That'd
3: be fun. Reconvene. that. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thank, Thank you. You.
0: <laughs> you are listening to Success Up North. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review. The true litmus test of this podcast impact is what listeners say about it. If you found value in this content, please share it with others. If you'd like access to video and written content like this, let's connect on LinkedIn. Until next time, just grow with it.